And hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the South Texas Border Sports Podcast. Don't forget, you can hear episodes every Monday on anchor.fm forward slash STBS. And don't forget, you can also hear us on Spotify with a couple of poll questions regarding the upcoming Viper season. But without further ado, I would like to introduce this week's guest, he is the third-year head coach of the RGB Vipers, Mahmoud Abdel Fattah. Coach, welcome aboard. It's been one of my missions to get you in, and I'm privileged to get you in finally. No, no, I appreciate you having me, Ray. And uh, just just to hear you say third-year Vipers head coach, it's uh, I'm glad to be back. And um, it feels like the last time we were playing here in RGB was – a decade ago, but I'm uh, I'm glad to be back in RGB. Uh, I'm glad to have training camp underway, uh, and I'm looking forward to uh, November 5th. So thank you for having me on, and uh, I'm looking forward to speaking with you. Thank you, Coach. I appreciate your your time out of your busy schedule, Coach. I, I've got to ask you, you know, the last time we were watching the Vipers play, they were doing very well in the Orlando bubble. That ended a, a bit prematurely for my liking. But you went on to Houston. You went on to Houston. You ended up uh, helping out the Rockets a little bit. How was that experience like to being with the NBA first team? Uh, It was good. It was, uh, you know, obviously there's nothing like experience. And uh, once I went back up to Houston, uh, Coach Silas um, and Rafael Stone, you know, uh, asked if I wanted to travel. And of course, it was a great opportunity. And, uh, you know, Coach Silas allowed me to sit on the bench for the uh, second half of the season um, when I was with the team, and um, it's good, you know, just to see how uh, the staff interacts with their team full-time because uh, in a normal G League season, uh, Ray, as you know, um, I'm only there uh, during preseason um, and maybe for one or two regular season games, and then by the time I get back, the regular season's wrapping up. Um, so last year... I might have missed maybe 12 to 15 regular season games. But outside of that, uh, prior to the bubble and post-bubble, um, I was around Houston for the entire time and got to see pretty much a, a, a full entire NBA season. So um, it was fun. It was exciting. I learned a lot from the coaching staff, from the players. Um, so it was good. I mean, from an overall learning experience, Coach, um, what were some of the just the things that stood out to you that you probably don't see in a G League season as you would see in a regular NBA season? Uh, honestly, right, just the uh, the amount of games, uh, just the amount of games and uh, how you have to prep for the games as well. Um, obviously playing, uh, I know it was a shortened season last year. I uh, wasn't the full 82, but just how many back-to-backs there were and the travel that was going on and um, just how the coaching staff prepared for a game and, uh, just the level of deep detail that coach and the staff brought, you know, every night. So just that different point of view and uh, their increased amount of games compared to a normal G League season. Absolutely. As I'm being joined by RGB Vipers head coach Mahmoud Abdel Fattah. Coach, I've got to ask, you know, Kevin Porter Jr. was one of one of the more standout players in the G League bubble. He got that call up to the NBA. How have you seen his progression so far? Uh, it's been uh, it's been good, and uh, obviously, you know, we all know how talented of a player he is. Um, you know, after after the Orlando bubble last year, 
Um, he came, uh, he came in Houston and, you know, was playing right away and he was productive. Um, and this year, obviously he has a ball in his hands uh, from day one and um, he's been starting for us. And hopefully, you know, as long as he stays healthy um, and everything, hopefully I'll have a, a healthy season ahead, but he's, he's a talented young man and um, he continues to take steps in the right direction. So uh, I'm excited for him. Uh, we're all excited as an organization. So I'm looking forward to watching him. Absolutely, Coach. And, you know, you got to see a handful of players go up to the Rockets and you got to experience them play in some NBA games. Uh, but now focusing on this season, um, what do you want to see from this version's Vipers team? Uh, honestly, it's uh, like I said, I mean, having a having a full season, Ray, it's uh, it's going to be a little different. My first season was, you know, cut short. Um, Second season was in Orlando bubble. Um, obviously, hopefully this season, you know, we'll be back to normal. Um, but just being back in RGV, you know, first and foremost is a, a great opportunity just to be able to interact with our players uh, to some level of normalcy, um, having training camp. Uh, we just got done doing uh, two days. We have the day off today. And then just looking forward, you know, to playing the way that we play. Um, you know, getting out in transition offensively, defensive, being aggressive, um, being able to guard multiple positions, and then just putting up uh, a lot of points and, you know, uh, putting out a product that will be uh, excited for our fans, especially here in RGV. And with the two days, what have you seen early on from your team? I know it's extremely early into the training camp uh, schedule, but what are just some of the things that stand out to you early on just uh, from the roster that, that you have? Uh, just the level of competition. Uh, we have a number of guys that are versatile in multiple positions. Uh, as you know, uh, sometime point we're going to have to uh, cut down the roster. Um, and some of the guys aren't familiar with that, that were rookies last year, because in the bubble, uh, whoever you have on your roster, that's who you're going with. Um, so we come into training camp with uh, a number of guys, and you know we're going to have to trim that roster down. Whether I think we have to release three or four guys, so uh, they're making it tough on us. Uh, guys are in shape. Guys came here to compete. Um, so it's uh, it's going to be a tough cut, but it's uh, I'm glad. Uh, I'm glad that they're making it tough on us. Absolutely. As I'm being joined by RGB Vipers head coach Mahmoud Abdel Fattah, coach, one of those names that uh, that stands out to me on in this year's uh, training camp roster is Traveling Queen, a player you're awfully familiar with. What has he shown you so far that uh, – that makes you believe that he'll be a part of the con contributing team for this year. Yeah. I mean, Trev is, uh, Trev is phenomenal. Obviously being able to play, you know, he played summer league uh, with the Lakers, um, got invited to uh, training camp as well. Um, but he's talented. Um, he looks good. Uh, he's put on some good weight uh, strength wise, um, just being able to guard. Uh, and he's, he seems just as athletic, if not even more athletic, but, um, like I said, this is uh, his second day with us, or yesterday was his second day. You know, after the day off, we'll kind of really get to see just everybody playing sync. But it's going to take some time for the camaraderie of everybody. But Trev looks good. Um, he looks good. He it looks like um, he's even a step ahead. Uh, but I'm looking forward to having him. And another of those returning names in the training camp uh, roster is Trey Mitchell, another of the players that you – yeah, that you had in the past. 
uh, what has he shown you thus far in the training camp? So Trey's, Trey's been positive. Um, you know, we had him in the uh, summer league workouts uh, in Houston, trying out for our summer league team. Uh, he was up there, so I got to see him. Um, his shot looks better. Um, and he's another guy, like, I think he's taken advantage of the, just the strength and conditioning size uh, side. Uh, he's put on some good weight. And, you know, coming into camp, he's very familiar with the system, uh, similar to Trevlin Queen. Um, and you can kind of tell he just understands our spacing concepts. Uh, he knows our offensive actions. He knows our defensive concepts and schemes. So, but it's, it's good. Uh, he looks in shape. Uh, he looks like he's ready to go. If we were to play tomorrow, um, so he's uh, he's just another uh, returning player that I'm excited to have on our roster. Absolutely. And, Coach, you brought up something. Uh, he's put on some some weight for those fans that don't understand what that kind of means uh, to the coaching terminology, That something that the common fan may not understand. Can you just elaborate on on, on how that, that, that goes for the player as something the fan would not uh, see or understand? Yeah, no, no, of course. So, you know, like I said, we, we've got a full-time strength conditioning coach. Uh, so they've been in communication <clears throat> here over the last couple of weeks. And then when he was in uh, summer league, he was working with his own guy prior to. So, uh, you know, just physically uh, gifted just for him to be able to have a stronger lower base so he can guard the bigger guys. You know, he's, he's put on some weight, you know, just his lower half of the body. And then just up top, just, you know, as a, as a ball handler, being able to finish at the basket and being able to get by guys, uh, he's put on some weight up top as well. And you can kind of see it just he's put on some good weight in his shoulders, you know, in his arms. You can see he's just physically and just to the eye, he's bigger as well. As I am chatting with uh, RGV Vipers at Coach Mouthmouth at Delphi Top, Coach, I'm going to reach into my mailbag here for a little bit. I've got a question. And I've got a question from a fan here, and I'll just call him Rashad Miller. <laughs> Name that you're familiar with. Yeah, he goes, Coach, from, from being in Houston all the way to now, what's been the number one thing that you have been able to focus on as a person to help you improve as a coach? Um, like I said, I mean, just the time being able to, the time to be able to spend around the uh, coaching staff in Houston. Um, has been unbelievable. Um, just seeing their level of preparation for individual workouts, for uh, practice, uh, for shoot around, for games, um, just the uh, attention to detail. Um, so that's made me kind of observe just how I approach things every day. And you can always get better at certain things, uh, but they do a heck of a job up in Houston. And, you know, that's something that I feel I do a good job, but I want to continue to grow at as well. You know, just seeing what they do and, you know, preparing our team as well to make sure that they're in the best situation. Now, I know it's a, it's a bit premature, but are you expecting some bodies from Houston to come down and help the Vipers at some point? Um, of course, you know, Ray, I mean, you've been around for years, you know. I mean, I can expect uh, a number of players, but we only know on game day. Uh, we'll see who's uh, suited up in the Vipers uniforms. Um, you know, there's been talks with some guys coming down, some guys not coming down. Um, it kind of changes. Um, but we're, we're ready. Uh, we're prepared. Um, our players are ready. Our staff is ready. So if it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't. So we just got to be ready for, you know, whoever's in Vipers uniform. Now, what can the fans expect from, from 
from this year's Viper team, I know it's been 600 plus days since the team's been in the arena and, you know, the, the energy is just there and it's just right around the corner. For sure. No, I mean, it's uh, like I said, it's going to be similar style of play to what we've seen uh, in the past. You know, the, the teams that have been to the playoffs, I think we've made it to the playoffs the last five years uh, consecutively, obviously winning a championship, uh, making his two championships uh, in the last five years. A uh, team that's going to run the floor and transition on offense, um, going to try to score a lot of points, um, and then defensively try to just keep the team less than what we score on offense. So uh, it's just going to be fun, but we're looking forward. we got a number of athletes that can get up and down the floor, that can play a number of positions. Um, so hopefully we're just looking to put out a good product uh, for the fans. Absolutely. As, I, as I'm being joined by RGB Vipers head coach, Mahmoud Abdel-Faton, coach. Just a couple of more questions and I'll let you go. Just no worries. Thank you for having me. Yeah. The training camp roster, you know, you're you're gonna be faced to, to making some cuts. And you know how how difficult this business can be in, in making these cuts. But just from what you've learned all the way through now, does it make that process that much harder or that much simpler for you? Um, it's, it's always going to be hard. Um, there's nothing that can, you know, cutting a player that, you know, this is what he lives for and this is what he dreams about. Um, there's nothing easy about it. Um, it's, it's always going to be difficult. Um, no matter how many times you go through it, right. It's, it's always going to be difficult because, um, it's just a different set of guys each year that you're cutting. Um, and, to to be able to tell somebody that, you know, Hey, you know, you just didn't make the team this year. You know, you're just not good enough at something that you live for, that you wake up, you know, every day to do um, is always going to be difficult. And this group of guys that we have uh, on the Vipers right now is making it very diff difficult for us. Uh, we got a talented group, but like I said, that's what they're supposed to do. Um, that's what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to bring the best guys together um, and make it tough on us. And like I said, when it does happen, it'll be difficult, but, you know, that's also part of the job. So. Now, this year, we're supposed to have a team in Mexico City, but they'll be playing out of Fort Worth. Um, I know Mexico City is like uh, somewhat of a dream destination, but now that you're going to have another another in-state team, uh, what do you just kind of make of the G League just uh, trying to expand the game uh, globally? I love it. Uh, I, lo I love the idea of expansion and You know, if they had a couple more teams outside outside of the U.S., it uh, would be a beautiful thing for the game. Um, I think the NBA is growing. The G League is growing. Obviously, you know, with the addition of G League Ignite um, as well. And, you know, just the uh, the G League showcase and the format, the way that they're playing, just trying out a number of things. I think it's just to increase just our viewers for the, for the NBA, for the G League, and just having a team in Mexico City, obviously, it would have been great to visit. Um, I've never been uh, myself. I've never been to Mexico, um, but you know, it's uh, I'm glad to have them. And uh, the G League's got some good thoughts, and I'm sure there's, you know, bigger a bigger picture than just this year. I'm sure it's something bigger that the G League's envisioning, and something that the NBA's envisioning as well. So, all right, Coach, many many thanks for joining us, uh, Ronnie. Thank you for making this possible. And this has been another episode of the South Texas Border Sports Podcast.
Hello, sports fans. Thanks for listening to another episode of the South Texas Border Sports Podcast. This is your host, Ray Silva. Be tuned next week for another great episode as we drop podcasts every Monday here on anchor.fm forward slash STBS. Don't forget, our podcast can also be found via Google Podcast, Apple iTunes, and Spotify. Thanks for listening.